0: Good afternoon, hey how are you? Annie and I are going live today Well we're gonna go live for a few Mondays and help you guys get ready for the run-up to Christmas So we're doing a little mini Christmas series for you um here she is right let's get Annie to join so they were both on here together. Here she comes Go live. How are you? We are talking Christmas and how to manage. The festive period, and not to just completely go peep tongue and overeat on okay. all the fruit. Hey! So, as always, we want these lives to be interactive. So, can you please stick some questions in the box if you feel like you've got any questions you want to ask us about the lead up to Christmas, things that you're stressing with, and all sorts? Because we're with this Christmas series that we're running, we're going to do a little Q and A at the end of the block as well. So. I was just explaining to everybody what our plan is for the next couple of Mondays, Annie.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're doing um, a bit of a Christmas series just to kind of get you in the frame of mind. So, you know, that you can have a mindful Christmas and not perhaps go through the typical cycle of restricting up to it, thinking about food, thinking about, you know, ruining your progress, quote, unquote um, for the entirety of December only to then have to, return to restricting and you know getting back on it or getting back on track in january you know
0: of like like the build up from now until christmas can feel really daunting and quite overwhelming but also like that's all you're consumed of because you're constantly then feeling guilty because you know you've got loads of stuff coming up but you may also want to be making progress with your fat loss goals but you might even just want to be going into Christmas in a better headspace, and it's got nothing to do with weight loss or anything. So we just want to help you get through it. So, yeah. So we're going to talk this well, this session, session series <laughs> today. This one, episode, yeah. Today's one is all about. You can introduce it, Annie. I feel you're good with introductions.
1: <laughs> yeah, okay, so we're talking about how to not overeat over christmas how to enjoy your favorite foods Mm -hmm. without demolishing the whole box i'm thinking of things like quality street things like lint chocolate balls yes yeah all all of those foods that are in abundance that sometimes we struggle to trust ourselves around and we can't just have one yeah maybe we end up uh, you know demolishing the whole box feeling guilty and then saying oh the next day no get it out of sight it's those yeah. kind of foods that maybe you say um i need to get these all out the house before january so that i don't overeat on them in january i just need it out of my system those foods
0: right yeah. you know really- the ones we're talking about because we've all got them we've all have those things that we're like we're you have that dread coming up because you know they're gonna be around you 24 seven. But we wanna try and get you to a place where you go into Christmas feeling that, do you know what? I can allow, I, I can eat, uh, the box can be there and I can literally just have two or three of these chocolates and I'm happy with that. Like I don't need to have, get to that point where you feel completely stuffed and uncomfortable because you can't control yourself around them because you are always telling yourself you can only eat them this week because you know especially because we all know most people are going to be on a diet in January so then it's like right we can't have this ever again now so we want to kind of work on those kind of skills and how to get you to a bit of a well a better place than where you are maybe now with that way of thinking so because we see it all the time aren't they they're like big common mistakes that we our clients go through and this kind of stuff that we know that can feel daunting in the lead up to Christmas Uh, and funnily enough one of my girls this week she was was having I've I bought mince pies I was like Do you know what I want a mince pie I'm not waiting till December and I bought the the big ones just normal size mince pies and I was like that's fine I'm gonna have those but nearer to Christmas because I'm also gonna win we include a few chocolates I'm gonna buy the mini ones so I'll still be having the mince pie that I want but I'll just maybe reduce the size of it so I'm still and then by Christmas I'm not actually that asked on having that many of them <laughs> because mm-hmm. you kind of like I've allowed myself to eat them for the whole well, it could be two months potentially if I keep going the way I'm going. But it's not getting to that point where I'm not allowed to have them, and I'm only allowed yep. to have them Christmas. Eve. So, those points.
1: And, and of- you've, you've kind of hit the nail on the head, right? Because it's kind of it's called graded exposure therapy, right? But one of the biggest reasons why you struggle, or most of my clients struggle, all of our clients struggle to eat a food mindfully to not demolish the whole box. Why they struggle to trust themselves around these foods and then of course they end up overeating on them is because they've been off limits quote-unquote for so long you feel like they can't be included as part of a fat loss diet or part of a healthy diet um and so you know when it comes to Christmas when all of these foods are in abundance they're literally in front of your face your whole house is full of them you go to your neighbor's house and There's a banquet across the table of all of those foods that you have always, you know, told yourself, I can't have them. I can't have them. I'm pursuing a fat loss goal right now. Like, I'm trying to lose weight. No, I can't. I can't do that. You've always told yourself that they're quote unquote bad. When they're in abundance at Christmas, that's when you then struggle to just have one of them because of this narrative that you've told yourself for the rest of the year. So the rest of the year leading up to Christmas, if you have that mindset around these foods, it's likely going to come out doubly over Christmas. And so we're going to be talking about exactly what you've just said, how to stop this happening by starting to introduce it into your diet on the daily now, right?
0: Exactly. And you'll have far less, um, you won't be so consumed with them either. Like your mind will be a lot freer because you're not constantly thinking about, oh my gosh, I can't wait till Christmas because I can smash all this food. And you'll go into Christmas feeling like confident in yourself that you can enjoy whatever it is that you want. You will stop when you are full because you know you can have that food at any time of the year. And that's the point. And that is the whole thing about dieting and it being successful at maintenance is that you don't tell yourself you can't have these foods. The point is that you include them throughout the whole year, your whole life. And that just, once you can get to that point and you can start doing this and in, and like, what's the word? Like putting these things in place and practicing what we're telling you to do, your mind becomes so much freer, which then gives a whole other like level of, I don't know, clarity around this stuff as well, because you can actually see it for what it is.
1: is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And every strategy that we're going to be bringing you to have a mindful Christmas and to not overeat over Christmas or not quote unquote ruin your goals over Christmas is applicable to every other, you know, social occasion, holiday, every other place in the year where perhaps you notice you trip up um, or you slip up on your goals or you struggle to be mindful and you know, you undo all your progress. It's all applicable to across the whole year. Um, So these tools and strategies really are, you can take them anywhere you go and you know both what me, me and bex do are we teach you how to sustain your results for life and these form the basis
0: of that right? yeah exactly this is the foundations of it so i guess what we want to start doing this week would be kind of like start including some of the foods that you know they, they like for you so let's just use chocolate as an example right so say you are literally like, I'm not eating, you don't eat any chocolate when you're dieting. So how about you start including a little bit of chocolate in your week this week and actually notice that nothing bad will happen by doing this and that you can just have that one bar and you will be fine. So that would be one of the things that we'd like you to try and implement around whatever food it is that you feel that you you, you don't include. It could be crisps, it could be, it could be bread, it could be anything, couldn't it? Yeah, cheese cheese and biscuits like <laughs> like whatever that thing is whatever
1: that trigger food is for you around the festive season um you know start basically give yourself permission to include it all the time yeah and that's where you will start to notice the power that those foods have over you starts to diminish right yes. and you know what what we get our clients to do is to include that food daily. So let's say for you, it's dairy milk, right? Mm-hmm. Include dairy milk, a single, a single chocolate bar, a single little bar, whatever you wanna do no, at a know. time. Yeah, Friday, whatever. And when, at, at a time when you're not particularly hungry, so you're not likely to overeat on it anyway because you're not super starving. So let's say after lunch, right? Include a small chocolate bar, small bit of dairy milk, whatever that, that food is for you, and kind of sit with it, be mindful, be present, don't just kind of gobble it down, but notice, like, what the tastes are. Mm. Notice what your feelings are around that, that chocolate. Notice kind of what comes up for you as well.
0: Definitely. And again, like, I think it's really important as well. Like, I think mums especially will just stand in the kitchen and, like, not even notice that they've had that little chocolate bar. <laughs> so I think that it's really <laughs> important thing to like try even if it's like when the kids come home from school and they're having their like little snacks after school and whatever and you actually sit down at the table with them and have your cup of tea and you have like whatever chocolate bar it is so we're using dairy milk as an example so you have your dairy milk and I bet you if you start doing that now within two three weeks you'll be like you won't even finish the bar you'll probably have half of it and be like I actually feel satisfied, I don't need to, and you will keep the rest for another time or another day. And that's what happens when you start bringing in this mindful side around eating. And I, and I know that, we, it's, that word is used a lot around at the minute, but it is really true that you just sometimes have to take a step back and do it a little bit differently to what you're used to doing and stop rushing and taste that food and enjoy it rather than see it as a guilty pleasure. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's a good point you just made as well is your language your language right your language around these foods Mm -hmm. is so important as well like calling them good or bad and calling them you know guilty pleasures or even treats or cheats and things like Mm -hmm. that that's going to have an effect on that kind of again that power that that food has over you it's going to make you for when you eat it well ask yourself when you eat something that you've done like termed bad or unhealthy or a cheat how does that make you feel yeah because you know most of the time that will lead to feelings of guilt feelings of screw it i may as well eat the whole lot now because i'm bad i've ruined all my progress so change so, your language around that food as well
0: yeah 100 percent. and like again really we could talk about loads of different subs like subtopics off of this but I think yeah let's start with then this week we want you to kind of like reframe your thoughts around certain foods and we'd like you to challenge yourself and actually include that food within this week and not necessarily just on the weekend like pick it could be Tuesday yeah it could be a Tuesday that you decide to have some chocolate or whatever it is that it is but and we promise you that if you start doing this stuff as well, like it will make a big difference. I until like at Christmas, which is what we want. We want to help you get through that festive period in a better place than what you would do if you just like restrict, 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 and then hit Christmas. And then the other side, you're going to do exactly the same thing that you've probably done for years. You'll end up feeling guilty, feeling that January blues. You've got a diet because, you know, you've got a diet in January. And and again go back to that feeling of I can't eat this food so I've got to ban it out of my life forever so yeah we're doing it to help so we really yeah let us know how it goes as well like we want give us some feedback how it's going
1: yeah drop us a message yeah we want to hear so you know this is like a a big thing and this is a big practice for you know a lot of our clients and if perhaps you feel like you know you struggle with the share bar, like that big kind of dairy, yep. dairy milk cabbury, then buy small bars, go out every day, buy an individually wrapped small bar, start with that, and then maybe you buy a packet of individually wrapped chocolates, and you go there and then maybe you trust yourself then enough to have the share bar to have the quality street to have the limp balls in the house yes. and not just smash through the whole lot or feel like. You need to get rid of them before, you know, you get back on it in January as well. And like we said, it's also going to help with just, I think, freeing yourself, like having a bit more freedom around food, not having to worry about it all the time, not going to have to worry about the spread that's going to be on at your neighbor's house because they've just invited you to your fifth party of the week or whatever it is, you know, and think about how much more you're going to enjoy the festive season, how much more time or you know headspace you're going to have to give everything else that matters when you're not thinking about you know your goals and constantly ruining your progress and thinking about food all the time
0: actually enjoy christmas you can go into it and you can like don't have to have that overly stuffed feeling of like ah. like you said at the beginning, you've just overeaten because you're, you're like, this is it, I've got three days to put all this food away. Like you can, it, it's such, it's so freeing. Like I remember the first Christmas that it happened to me and I couldn't believe it. I was just like, like I actually enjoyed Christmas with the kids. I wasn't focused on food. I spent time with the people and I was actually present. I was there, I was enjoying it rather than mm-hmm. like just constantly thinking like, oh my gosh, like, oh, I've had eight prayer or in one go. like oh I shouldn't have done that like oh and then well I've already in this space now so I may as well go and have another 10 roses on top of that because Mm -hmm. again that's what I would do so that guilt whole guilt cycle thing repeating itself and honestly like I I want you to have a Christmas like that and if we can help you with this little mini series that we're doing then you know and you can action the things that we're asking you to do it will make a big difference as well it will. And it, not just like in the
1: festive period, but for the rest of time when you're on holiday with your family and you want to be creating memories, not thinking, oh, I'm, I'm being really bad or I feel really guilty or you're thinking about food 24 7. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to free up the space for you to live your life, enjoy your life. Like if you have diet, if you have fat loss goals, like that should really be a side. Part of it. And that's a big thing that we teach, isn't it? So, you know, let us know kind of how you get on this week yeah. with, you know, introducing some of those trigger foods. What are they for you? Can you eat them at a time where, you know, you're not susceptible to eating them also when you're not hungry after lunch? And notice your language around those foods and, you know, stop calling them good, bad, treat, and just notice the difference that that makes to
0: you. 100%. So, yeah, if you've got any, if you want to like, if there are anyone watching and you've got any questions you can cut a couple of minutes kept, well before we cut off before we have to go because we've got i've got dinner to make for the little munchkins before they dinner like to make. backwards yeah um but yeah it was nice we hope this helps anyway this that's the whole point is that it helps um so yeah if you have no questions we will leave you
1: get on with your monday <laughs> and we'll we'll be back next week with yep. our um our next installment of how to have a mind for Chris. We-
0: Scheduler maybe as well. So then people know the times that we're going live. Um, but maybe it'll be anyway, sort of like this, this, at this little time after school when everyone's home and they're just like in between cooking. They can listen to us while they're cooking.
1: <laughs> yeah, They can plan what chocolate they're going to eat. Yeah, evening. exactly.
0: Um, <laughs> so you guys next week with another little tip for you. Thanks guys. Ciao. Bye.